0: mm fortress oh, so I'll be run around with my seat reclining Dropping my daughter off at school every morning We in car doors I'll be trouble and on these bum Welcome
1: to the Dark and Lovely Pod with your girl Ohima T. and Dej. Tune in every Friday No. What's up? <laughs> welcome Welcome to to the the dark and lovely pod with your girl ahima t and Dej. this is a safe place for black women and specifically dark skin women to tune in every friday to hear us talk about issues that affect us in the black community
0: yes sir and this is season two also oh i was gonna say also figure out what is toxic and not toxic within your family Mm -hmm. and take the good and leave the bad exactly take the good leave the bad, try and work on your parents if you can, or just get up and leave, you know, that's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> So today, I'm going to read a tweet that sums up what we'll be talking about for today. Um, so this tweet is by at underscore oh so that's j Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it reads i'm tired of the same generational curses repeating themselves my kids will not experience that
1: (laughs) The (laughs) emphasis for me all right so as you can tell by the tweet we're just going to talk this week about just breaking generational curses um especially like within the black community because i feel like inherently we have a lot of generational shit to unlearn and things to break so we just wanted to talk a bit about that Mm -hmm. so what's one generational curse or pattern that you have recognized or decided that you need to break
0: um definitely my family not talking about their emotions Mm -hmm. at first i think when i grew up i thought that that was like normal Mm -hmm. Because that was what I saw but I think as I as I've grown up I've realized how like detrimental it can be especially for me maybe mm-hmm. it's okay for other people but for me mm-hmm. um, that's just not something that I can do so definitely talking about how I feel talking about my emotions if I'm going through something difficult uh, I want to pass that down on to my kids. I want them to feel comfortable talking to me if they're going through something difficult. Because mm-hmm. I don't, like growing up, I don't think I was comfortable talking to my parents if like something bad happens. I am now. and mm-hmm. like, I feel like now I've grown, we've grown, like in my adulthood, like that relationship where I can talk about my emotions to them, that's been better. But growing up, Is that I that didn't feel comfortable. Huh? Do you think that's on your part? Do you think like- I your... think definitely it's on my part. Okay. So I that, guess you're breaking it. Yeah. But I also think, like, even though, like, yes, I'm go- I'm growing up and I'm changing. I'm trying to, like, stop all my bad habits and, like, you know, unlearn certain things. But I also think, like, my mom is too. You know what I mean? So as she's growing, as she's unlearning certain things, like, she realized that, like, not, like, harboring all her emotions in isn't healthy for her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, us growing together, if that makes sense.
1: So do you think that your sister and your brother, like, do you think that they would have that same experience as you or do you think that like because you're trying to unlearn it and your mom's trying to unlearn it like they didn't have to unlearn it do you know what i mean yeah
0: no for sure my sister didn't have to unlearn it mm-hmm. like she because i remember wanting like one time she was dealing with some people that were like being rude to her or whatever and i know for me if i was her age i would like, harbor my feelings, and so I wouldn't talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. It would just, I would just keep it in. Mm-hmm. But, like, her, she came to my mom and she's like, Oh, like, they said this about me, they said this about me. And I'm like, Oh shit, like, how did she learn this so young? Like, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel like she just never saw my mom having to deal with that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or, or, like, she never saw my mom harboring her feelings like that. So, mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was passed on to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what about you?
1: Um, okay, one thing I would say is, like, I feel like in my family, like, my extended family, there's a lot of, like, like, mix-up. Not mix-up, but I feel like when there's a problem, like, they don't talk about it. Mm. And then, like, now you don't talk to your brother or your sister mm. for, like, a few years. Like, yeah. um And I and yeah I just don't like that I don't want my I don't want that for my kids mm-hmm. especially like being an only child growing up as an only child mm-hmm. and like being like oh I want a brother I want a sister and then seeing mm-hmm. that your parents have like so many brothers and sisters but then like one little problem happens and then now you can't go to your cousin's house like yeah. that's that's another thing like I don't want what happens between the adults and the family to affect what happens between the kids and my family mm-hmm. because I feel like in my extended family there's like such a parallel between like if like the parents are beefing then it's like the kids are beefing yeah and it's like I get it cause like if I get it to an extent but at the same time just because our moms are beefing doesn't mean that we have to beef yeah. you know what I mean yeah sure so that's one thing um another thing is like just like being more open about trauma mm. um yeah like like any type of abuse or whatever like that like i don't want my kids to experience i don't know if i have to say a trigger warning for this but just in general i don't want my kids to experience like any type of abuse and i want them same thing you're saying like something happens like they should be able to come and show me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so yeah those are the two things
0: okay so you know how there's certain cycles that you're or patterns that your family passes down to you mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily think are toxic, like they're actually something that you would want to pass down to your kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what would be an example of like a positive intergenerational pattern or cycle that you would want to pass down to your kids? Um,
1: that's the thing like, uh i don't know okay i can't think of anything positive right now but i would say in terms of like western ideas influencing what we think is proper i think like this is what i go back and forth with especially like the field that i work in like sometimes clients will say that not clients but like let's say we have a black client and they'll talk about their experience like at home Mm -hmm. and like how their parents you know how they were raised and like some of the things that they say i'm like okay that's normal like for example um you have a client that's jamaican and they say that um one of the things that they experienced growing up is that their mom was really on them about cleaning like
0: oh yeah and
1: so that's a source of trauma for them like
0: cleaning (laughs) like a source (laughs) of
1: like a source of trauma for them is the fact that um their mom was so on them about cleaning so now surrounding cleanliness like they have like some type of trauma or anxiety surrounding those things so if you tell them like you'll clean this or clean that they're triggered oh, okay
0: yeah you know what i mean
1: yeah. but like for me and then and then your white co like oh my gosh did it up but for me i'm reading that like go clean like go wash your dishes yeah. Like, yeah you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. it's like things like that like sometimes i find it hard to gauge like what is a quote-unquote abuse and what is just okay, this is because you're African, this is because you're Caribbean, yeah. this is because you're that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that, like, our parents instilling us that, you, yo, every Sunday morning yeah. or every Saturday morning, this is what you have to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with that? But...
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But that. then... But it, I feel like, like, a white person that grew up here would think there's something wrong. Do
1: you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's like it's, like, things like that. And especially, like, that's the thing, like, navigating your identity, like... Especially when you're in the professional world, or you're in like some type of healthcare, or social service setting, or you're a teacher or whatever, like it's just hard to understand—not understand, but like agree when people are saying like this is abuse. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Because like Cause to you, it's not abuse.
1: It's just like that's just how it is. Like yeah, even but, like, like they'll never understand that. Like even like beating your kids, like yeah,
0: honestly, I'm- yeah, I'm- I have to beat my kids. Yeah, like with like, two slap. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but- no
1: <laughs> yeah like you know what i mean like i if just think. like oh
0: my god that's so traumatic like it's not i got beat when i was younger like but.
1: yeah i mean it's different <laughs> if like like every day like your mom's beating you with the belt yeah and, and you have it's different if they're
0: beating you just because they're angry you mm-hmm. know what i mean like oh my god I'm, I'm pissed off because someone pissed me off at work today so i'm gonna take my anger on you mm-hmm. that's different but when your child is is doing something wrong and they're not listening with words they're gonna have to get they're gonna have to feel like yeah you know
1: like obviously don't square up with your kid but like you just i mean (laughs) so like you know what i mean so it's just things like that like obviously okay how do you feel about that though because you see how there's like on social media and stuff like that there's this new i can't remember the term for it but it's like some type of like parenting where like you talk to your kid i agree
0: talking like you
1: explain to your kid
0: what they did wrong yeah
1: yeah I think there needs to be a balance because I was talking to my friend and she's saying like, you know, like growing up, like her dad used to always beat her and her siblings, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like after your dad beat you, like did he explain to you like,
0: like why? why? And yeah. she's like, no. Okay, then that's like, no. Yeah. Because you're beating them, then they're just going to think that you're you're like angry at them, but like for what? Yeah. You know what I mean? And
1: then you're just going to do something bad and just be like, oh, they're just going to beat me. Let me just take the beatings. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. Then I, and then I told her like, I feel like, that's why, like, sometimes you have trouble, like, when I tell you that you do something to me, like, or when I explain to you, like, what you've done, like, she's like, she has trouble, like, understanding, understanding, and like, yeah. accepting it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because she, it was always just like, okay, this person's like, her dad is just like, just get mad at me and let's get it over with, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, things like that. um What about you? Like, what's something what's, positive? Oh. Yeah, okay, maybe your answer will trigger mine
0: um something positive I definitely want to pass down I feel like my family um like they definitely like whenever anything happens I don't know if this is positive to be honest but <laughs> but I think it's positive but like when something bad happens like we just always come together as a family and try to look at like the bright side of things
1: that's good that's positive you know? why Why is that not positive
0: because I feel like you're not actually dealing with the issue. So I feel like sometimes There's you're not actually five dealing with the issue. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just like, okay, like, like, let's just be happy. Like, you know what I mean? Like forcing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like anytime something happens, like that's like traumatic for one person, like my whole, like we will all come together. That's good. And I feel like that's something I definitely want to pass down to like my kids and for generations after me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also actually like school too. Mm-hmm. I think um, when my grandparents first came down here, like they didn't go to university, they finished high school. Mm-hmm. So like they always wanted like a better life for their kids and like future generations. Mm-hmm. And my mom and my aunt were like the first ones to go to university out of the family and then for me, I was like the first one to do my masters. Yeah. So I think just continuing that trend with my my kids and future generations, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I guess that that I agree with the education. My dad um, was the first to get his master's, and now I'm the first to get my PhD. So I guess whatever my kids want to do, whatever mm-hmm. is after a PhD, <laughs> they can do that. Like I guess my kids kind of... Mm, my kids have pressure. But yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I think that one thing that, again, is positive and can sometimes be negative is I think that me my mom and my dad and like my mom's side of the family, like they're very like selfless people. Mm -hmm. Like we are like one day, like, like do you ever just wake up one day and be like, I'm exactly like my mom. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally one day my mom stayed home from work and I was just like in her room with her. I was like, just like in her bed. I was just like on my laptop. She's doing her Mm -hmm. own thing. Right. And like, she got like three different calls from like three different friends and like she was like praying for people or like talking Mm -hmm. to people like like everybody was coming to her like because they're upset or whatever right Mm -hmm. and I'm like wow like this is my life like (laughs) like literally I feel like and it makes me happy I feel like I'm that friend in many ways that like if something's wrong like my friends will call me or text me or whatever right Mm -hmm. Or and I feel like like now I'm starting to be that that person that's like when we all link up or whatever like I'm the person that prays, mm-hmm. and I'm just like wow like I'm exactly like my mom like mm-hmm. it's really scary like
0: oh no, scary yeah you
1: know what I mean mm-hmm. so I guess that's something that I want to instill in my kids like just being selfless just being there for people mm-hmm. just you know but at the same time obviously you're only human like mm-hmm. I feel like me and my mom are the type of people that like I don't really like I go to people but it's like I'll tell you like a year later like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like when you're
0: already like
1: through it yeah yeah yeah. like I obviously like I would tell you like a one-two like oh I'm having a bad day but like to actually like explain to you like mm-hmm. I literally like me and my friends would we'll be like yeah like in 2017 like I used to I used to uh, drink 2017. Sor- <laughs> 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 I used to drink to sor- rock every night because I was so sad and everyone's looking around like Lisa, like, <laughs> so oh yeah, I think both sides. Like, I think I want my kids to continue to be that type of person, but then also,
0: yeah, like, have a balance,
1: have a balance, yeah. and don't be so closed off and don't feel like a burden kind of thing, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. yeah. So, um. You know, when you're growing up or as a child, Mm -hmm. um, you know, your parents will say things or do things to you and you just kind of think it's like normal, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think now, like as adults, we realize that some of the things that they said or have done to us in the past were actually toxic. But like, where do you think that, when or where do you think that we realize it was toxic? If that makes sense. Um,
1: i don't know i think i think when you start to experience other things mm-hmm. or you start to to see how your friends are raised and see the difference mm-hmm. and then okay so i have a friend that for example like everybody that knows me knows like my mom is very like on me like yeah she's like a helicopter parent like mm-hmm. i'm like her like prize possession kind of thing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so like especially like even till now she's gotten a bit better but like she's the type of mom to like calm me down like where are you like blah 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 Mm -hmm. like where are you going like blah 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 but then like i have a friend who her mom like ever since we've been kids like her mom has always been like very like you're i know you're a good kid like go oh like Like,
0: experience life yeah like like, i know that i
1: raised you well like just go yeah and like me and her like are at the same place like we're both like Mm, doing well for ourselves we're both blah 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 so it's like i see that style of parenting and then i see Mm -hmm. my style of parenting so then you start to think like hmm like do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, true. Yeah. So yeah. it's like
1: when you when you experience, and then like even like if you go to university and you mm-hmm. might meet somebody, and you're like, oh, like this is how they are, like
0: yeah.
1: So you just compare yourself, and then you take the good and leave the bad. I think. Yeah. That's, That's what true. it is.
0: That's true. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think for for me, uh, when I started realizing that like the way my family acted or spoke to me was actually toxic mm-hmm. was because obviously what they did and said to me was passed on to me right mm-hmm. and then I would then like speak to people and like treat people in a certain way mm-hmm. and then I would see how those people would respond to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. and they'd be like like that's tough like especially in my last relationship I feel like you know like I would say things and I would do certain things mm-hmm and like I don't think I realized that what I was saying and doing was actually toxic but then how that person reacted to me I was like oh maybe I shouldn't be saying these things or doing these things Mm -hmm. but like this is how my mom and my my grandparents spoke to me so like how is it toxic you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but I had to like literally like unlearn or even like when I first came to Ajax like my friends that I had when I first um, started talking to them or we started like joking around and stuff I would be like really really rude blunt things mm-hmm. and, and just think it was funny right because mm-hmm. that's how my family jokes you know mm-hmm. like you know West Indian people they're very blunt like they mm-hmm. say what's on their mind like mm-hmm. you know and that's how they joked with me so I thought it was okay so I would joke like that with my friends my friends were like honestly like that's not funny, that's not funny. like don't say that about me like that's rude right mm-hmm. and then I was like oh shit like maybe I shouldn't be saying these things or maybe like how my, my grandparents or my parents spoke to me and joke about things with me like it's not okay you know what I mean mm-hmm. so Yeah, I think it was me, like, like, interacting with other people and then realizing how my behaviors, like, impacted them that I realized, like, my family, um, and, like, what they're passing on to me is actually toxic. If that makes sense.
1: (laughs) You know, one thing that, um, I think that a lot of Ghanian people can relate to is, or even just Black people in general, I think, like, you know, like, we're all very, like, religious or spiritual, people mm-hmm. generally speaking mm-hmm. and like you know all that like oh I had a dream or like like you want to go out and then oh, all of a yeah. sudden now your mom had a dream <laughs> yeah or like you're you're out <laughs> and like your mom my mom will like I'll be out my mom will be like oh come home I know I'm saying that I saw something tell me telling me to come home oh, like God. blah 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 right yeah. and it wasn't until like maybe two years ago that I realized like that's where my anxiety comes from because mm, yeah. it's like I think that especially as a spiritual person there uh, there's a line between like being anxious and feeling that God is telling you something or that the Holy Spirit is telling you something right mm-hmm. so it's like that like fear like I feel like a lot of spiritual people especially like I would say specifically Ghanaian people West African people that like fear like stuff like how they live their life like mm-hmm. it's 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 anxiety like yeah. or like even like um, let's say I was going for a job interview, mm-hmm. or I was applying to school. Like I would never tell anybody, not because I think that my people around me are a bad mind, mm-hmm. just because like that's how I was raised. Like mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. tell people stuff, yeah. like like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, even like just just little stuff. Like I just don't tell people stuff, and it's like I think it's because for me it's like not that people are jealous, but like I just don't want any energy that's not positive Mm, surrounding mm -hmm. me and we're all human like you know what I mean and you never obviously I know I have solid people around me but I just that's just how I was raised like I don't know so like all that stuff I feel like sometimes there's a line between like being spiritual and like working from like a fear based like lens that's something that I don't want to put on my kids at all Mm -hmm. but yeah Another thing that I realized that I do, and then I I realized that it was from my mom too, was like, not being able to take accountability 100% of things. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I hope I'm working on it and I'm trying to, but it's like, I feel like if somebody tells me that I've done something, because I, I try to be such a considerate person, mm-hmm. like, obviously I'm not perfect, but, not often do people come to me and say oh Teresa like you were inconsiderate or Mm, you disrespected me yeah like not the close people around me right Mm -hmm. so when that does happen like I take it as you're calling me a bad person not you did something that I don't like Mm, and my mom does that too like I'll be like oh mommy like you need to do this or do that and then she'll be like so you're telling me I'm a bad mom like "Bo, I'm like bro Uh, I didn't say that yeah like yeah you know, mm-hmm. or yeah. yeah, or like putting, or like she'll, she'll say stuff like, "Oh, if you love me, then you, I'm just like don't like." It's the emotional. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I can also not on purpose, <laughs> but I think emotional blackmail is another thing. Mm, yeah. That a lot of Kenyan moms specifically do mm-hmm. that I don't want to do to my kids. That I feel that I have to unlearn too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are the things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to when you realize that certain things um, that your family has done to you or that your family has said to you Mm -hmm. as a child were actually toxic. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever went through this phase, but for me, when I actually realized that, like, bro, like, a lot of the stuff that they said to me or did to me was, like, traumatizing, like, I got angry at them. Like, I was pissed at them. And it took me a while to, like, unlearn anger Being angry at them and just realize that, bro, like that's probably what they've learned, you know, growing up or like what their parents passed down to them, mm-hmm. and it's not like they're trying to be like malicious. They're not trying to traumatize me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I had to like literally unlearn that because for a period I was pissed. I was like, bro, I'm pissed. Like, I think that
1: I just pushed those things out of my head because I feel like exactly that. Like this is what. Especially from my parents. Like, Mm -hmm. this is, um, like, they're, what is it? Are they first generation? I don't know. That whole shit. Like, they're the (laughs) first people to come here, right? Yeah. So, imagine, like, leaving, like, what they were raised with and what they've experienced is so different from what I'm experiencing. Yeah. So, they're raising me from that lens, and then also they're in a new place where, like it's just confusing for them so i think that i just try to give the benefit of the doubt and i and i don't think about those things though there's definitely like like a major major offense that i know that this is like i think my parents are great parents but like there's definitely like Mm -hmm. a couple of things where i'm like that you're you were dead dead ass wrong like this is this is like that was trauma and mm-hmm. this is this changed the way that i like the person that i am like you know mm-hmm. what i mean like this changed mm-hmm. the course of the person that i am mm-hmm. but i try not to think like i mean the day that i sit down and i think about that, it's gonna be a deadly <laughs> it's gonna be a deadly day the final will be a deadly day it's gonna be uh, that with us gonna die on the line um yeah like so yeah i think for me I just push it out of my head because one thing that I will say that, like, when it comes to... Because you know how you were saying that um you feel like your mom has unlearned certain things in terms of, like, holding things in and, like, mm, communication yeah. and all those things? Yeah. One thing that I will say that my mom has learned and I think I've talked about before is, like, the whole, like, and thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, definitely, when I was a kid, I wish I would have received more support about that because mm-hmm. it was more, like it was obviously coming from a place of love but it was more like dismissive mm-hmm. like I was telling my friend the other day that um cause she was asking me like this bio oil work like you know bio oil is supposed to fake uh stretch oh, marks and scars okay. and stuff yeah. and um uneven skin tone
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she was asking me if it works and I'm like honestly the only time I ever used I never really used it because in high school like you see how my eyes are like darker than the rest of my face like mm-hmm. in high school it was way worse Mm-hmm. so like people used to just make fun of me like say i look like a raccoon and like all kind of stuff right so
0: all you bio oil.
1: but see like i was dumb so i'm like okay like i begged my mom those times you don't have money so yeah. i begged my mom <laughs> i begged my mom to buy bio oil for me yeah. and i would like put it on
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like i remember one time like
0: and you went to school with bio oil
1: you don't know what bio oil
0: is isn't it like really oily
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go to, like, I would just put it on at home. Oh, okay. I thought
0: you you would go outside with, like, bio oil on your face. I do that now, though, and I
1: look great. Oh. I put bio oil and sunscreen. But anyway, like, it's just, like, something that I would, like, try and do at home, like, just to correct my skin tone or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then I think one day she read the bottle or something, and then she's like, oh, so, like, that's what you're using this for? And then like she Mm -hmm. shamed me and then like I remember like I just hit it. Like I like I just felt embarrassed that like
0: Mm. I was
1: trying to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's like I feel like she should have been like, okay, like why? Like let's
0: talk about it. Yeah. uh, Conversation about
1: this. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's but then now, like I've said before, she's more like, Oh, okay, like I understand Mm -hmm. like where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And like more trying to be uplifting but not in a dismissive
0: way. Yeah
1: but also i think that's because i'm not just saying i'm so ugly i'm so this i'm so that it's Mm. more like i've overcome this let's talk about before
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah okay so um you know when you finally realize that something is toxic in your family Mm -hmm. and you're trying to unlearn you're trying to break that cycle
1: Mm
0: -hmm. how do you think that relates you then I guess reparenting your parents
1: Mm, okay so one thing that I always say to my mom is like one thing that I think that as and this is why it's so important to be like um to unlearn all of the not hateful but sometimes hateful things that our parents say like about like gay people about Mm -hmm. like like we all know what our parents even say about other black people like what african people say about caribbean people what nigerian people say about ghani people what Jamaican people say about ghanese people like Mm -hmm. these things are so important to unlearn because it's like imagine like you know you're gay and like you're watching a tv show with your parents Mm
0: -hmm. and your parents
1: are like saying stuff yeah or like you know that you like Jamaican guys or you know you like Yanyang guys and mm-hmm. your parents are saying this and this about them. Mm-hmm. Obviously if you like a Jamaican guy you like a Guyanese guy or if you're gay you're gonna you're not gonna say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is why it's so important to unlearn these things, um, before you have kids and like sometimes like my mom will say stuff and I'll be like, Why are you saying that? Like, yeah. like what mm-hmm. if I was that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like um like I t- always tell her, like, or like I'll say I'll tell her something. Okay, for example, I think that a lot of black people, a lot of black parents, they need to get to know their kids for who their yeah. kids are,
0: yeah, not
1: what you want them to be. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I got my nose pierced and my tattoo, I was like, I'm so surprised. And I'm like, my mom.
0: Oh. I'm
1: like, why? Like, since I've been little, (laughs) I've been telling you that nose rings are nice. I've been telling you that I like tattoos. You don't Mm -hmm. like it, so you think I don't have to like it. Like, I always tell them, I'm like, you're you and I'm me. Mm -hmm. Like, if you know me, I'm very like, like, I like clothes. Like, I like Mm -hmm. designer things. I like long lashes. I like Mm -hmm. color, like, I like wigs. Like, I like Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. Like, putting myself together. Mm -hmm. My mom is the most simple person ever. Mm -hmm. My mom won't do her makeup, she doesn't care, like, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. but, like, we're so opposite, and I think that's only, like, maybe the past, like, two, three years I've started to show her that side of myself, Mm. because I always felt like...
0: You had to hide it? I
1: had to hide it, because she would always judge others that were like that. Oh, because
0: it it was different from her, or...?
1: I just think she just, that's just not for her, so, like, she just thinks that that shit's extra, like, she's a very Uh, godly woman, like, she's a woman of God, so, (laughs) those things she's just, like, it it doesn't matter, right? But you can think that, but for her, she took it stuff. and were like, oh, like, those people are this and those people are that. Yeah. So, like, because now I'm like that, I'm hiding mm-hmm. it. Like, I would literally, like, um, leave home and, like, wear, like, a cardigan or, like, change mm-hmm. when I get out. Yeah. Or, like, I, you, everybody knows I always wear big, big earrings. Mm-hmm. Like, I would always, like, get in the, like, when I get outside, then I put them on, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. it's like, now you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Y- you know yeah. a version of me. Yeah. Yeah. Because anybody that knows me knows I love all these things. But now you're my mom and I live with you and you don't know these things about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that um, as parents, like we have to be careful when we're saying things. And then it doesn't allow you to be as close with your kids and that's what I always tell her I'm like you guys expect and my mom's like oh we're so close we're so close like don't get me wrong me and my mom are very very close right Mm -hmm. but like we could be that much closer Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I always tell her that I'm like you guys want your kids to tell you things and you guys want your kids like me and my mom were so close but like imagine I was able to tell her about like trauma when it comes to like dating and shit like that Mm -hmm. like imagine Mm -hmm the comfort that yeah. i would get like your friends can comfort you but like just your having mom, a, your yeah. mom is your mom do you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like imagine i'd be able to be like oh mommy like this isn't happening. She's like what like you know what i yeah. mean like that would be lit yeah. but it's like i can't because i hear the things that you say
0: yeah
1: so That's i true. always t- talk to her about that and like mm-hmm. she's like what more do you want from me we're so close like <laughs> blah 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 but like i don't know maybe she'll get it one day yeah
0: <laughs> maybe she'll get it one day <laughs> um Oh sorry And the point that you made Mm -hmm. About uh, Like getting to know Your child I think Mm -hmm. That's what you said
1: Yeah Getting to know your child for who they are Not what you want them to be
0: Yeah I I think that's important too Especially if you have like Multiple children Mm Because you can't raise one child like the exact same way yeah i mean like without like you need to know their personality you need to know who they are in order Mm -hmm. to like discipline them because not everyone's gonna take discipline the same way exactly you know what i mean not everyone is going to move through life the same the exact same way so Mm -hmm. i definitely think like it's important for parents who have like multiple children Mm -hmm. not to like put so much like for me especially i think because i'm the first grandchild i'm the first child Mm -hmm. i feel like I almost feel bad for like my my um, cousins and my brother and my sister because I feel like everyone always compares me to them. And honestly, I feel like I was a good child growing up. Not gonna. No, lie. yeah, I think you're <laughs> like
1: a like a model child kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but I also think like like that's me. That's because I like to do these things. You know, it's not it's because not by force. it's not because oh like I'm living up to like the expectation my grandparents have me or my mom has me. Like I just generally like to do these things you know what i mean so i feel like they can't look to my brother and my sister they can't look to my cousins and be like oh you should follow her lead because they have a different path you know what i mean they're different people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's why i feel like it's important to learn another
1: Um, thing that i yeah i'm
0: done another thing that
1: um again i'll say specifically Ghanaian parents do and i'm sure like a lot of black parents do Mm -hmm. is like a lot of the things that our parents care about like they don't care about it. They just think that other parents will care about it. Yeah, like it's true. always like, what will people say?
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: you know damn well you don't care that your daughter has a nose piercing. Yeah. You, you just don't <laughs> want. You just yeah. don't want other people to say that they're a bad kid
0: because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah.
1: But it's like, like my mom will sometimes be like, oh, like let's say, like before, like she be like, oh, so and so has a has a nose piercing. So sister so and so's kid has a this and a that. And I'm like okay and then now that i have one like oh like this person is, this this person's a bad kid because they're this and i'm like okay well hold on i have a nose piercing my mm-hmm. bad kid and she's like mm-hmm. oh it's only you and i'm like that doesn't make sense mm, like, like the exception yeah like <laughs> everybody's gonna think their kid is the exception yeah like, that's true you know yeah. what i mean so it's, i think that i don't want to compare my kids mm, that's
0: a good that's a big one
1: too, too much, much. To i yeah. think that black people do that all the time too much mm-hmm and it's like it's not good and it's it's damaging to your self-esteem and i feel like
0: like what is the purpose yeah in it like do you think i'm gonna change drastically change because of that like no i'm not
1: and and it's like all i just think that especially like west african kids like they don't know what their kids are doing and like that's like I think, in, you know, in the episode when we were talking about, like, Diaspora Wars and you're we saying, we are talking about, like, how African parents may look at, like, Caribbean people or whatever. And I'm, like, it's more, like, um, it's funny because, like, all of us are doing the same shit.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: just that I feel, generally speaking, like, Caribbean parents, like, are more in tune with their kids, generally speaking, I feel. Yeah. right Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like it's just... It's just ridiculous. Like, I just think that there's, I think that there's always, especially in my experience, like, I feel like when it comes to West African kids, like, there's always going to be a certain level of disconnect between us mm-hmm. and our parents and our aunts and our uncles and everything. Because respect is to the point where it's like, because i'm a kid like i'm i have to lay down and let you walk all over oh yeah Mm -hmm. like you know like the the, that's true our respect i think like all black people like Mm -hmm, you can't mm -hmm. talk to your parents away yeah but i think specifically that like respect is is um i don't know the word but it's like distorted or like turned into something that's
0: unhealthy Mm mm-hmm because like I feel like r- respect will like trump like your parent even being wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your parent can be dead wrong, but like you still need to respect them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they'll put that above them being wrong.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like my mom be like, oh, like what did she say the other day? That I'm just like, listen, lady. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like calm down. Like shoot, yeah. shoot. like they think that, like okay, for example, my mom is like we're talking my mom always wants to talk about like me getting married and shit like that right mm-hmm. and she was saying something and she's like oh yeah like when you're looking for your husband like you have to look for who your mom will like or something like that <laughs> and i'm like bro like who's getting married like me yeah and you And she's like oh it's about me and you i'm like no what? <laughs> what it's about me yeah like and i feel like i don't know i just think that they they want things for their kids and it's mm-hmm. like even if that's not what's best for their kid or that's not what's gonna make their kid happy. Like,
0: they're willing to take the sacrifice.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like, but the thing about it is, is it's all capped because, like, you do these things and then you're still alive. Like, look at me. Like, I, I have a tattoo. I'm still alive. Like, yeah. If if you if I were to tell ten year old me that mm, I could still be alive, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I would have did this long time, but yeah. yeah, I think that um the respect, like I said, there's always gonna be like a disconnect, and that's why I with creepy people so much because i feel well from what i've seen i feel like your guys level of respect is reasonable i feel maybe in comparison <laughs> to my experience maybe that's what, I like, mean, maybe, what? define reasonable maybe, like i think that you guys really respect your parents and the people like the adults in your family but it's yeah. not like like no,
0: no no i think that's true because i re- I, I think i respect my mom mm-hmm. and my grandparents mm-hmm. but not to the point w- where i'm willing to let them disrespect me
1: yeah i feel like like literally like like you i remember i remember one time when i was younger and i think i did something to my dad or i was disrespectful or something and then my mom was like go kneel down and ask your your dad for forgiveness like literally kneel down and ask your dad for forgiveness yeah and i was looking at her like Sis. No. <laughs> but, that's like, nice. what can I do? I'm like 11, like, obviously, yeah, I have to do it, yeah. but like, that's dragging it, like, yeah, like, no, like, who, like, or like, sometimes my mom will say something, like, oh, like, your daddy will this year. I'm like, I don't care, like, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. I, I really don't care, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So,
1: I just think that in comparison to my experience, I think that your guys' respect for your parents and adults is reasonable, like, and like. That's why, like, what from I, what I've seen, like, you guys are even closer with like, your aunts and, like, your uncles and yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah. we don't really have that. Like, I'm not really, I'm not calling any of my aunts to talk to them like that. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I've seen that. I see that a lot with you guys. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen that at all in the like, gaming yeah. community. You know what I mean? Really? So,
0: like, not even, really?
1: I mean, I've, obviously, everybody's different. But yeah. generally speaking, like, you guys are definitely closer with, like, your aunts and, like, your uncles and, like, your mm. older cousins in your family than us like mm-hmm. like you know what I mean mm-hmm. cause it's like you there's already that disconnect between you and your parents because of that emphasis yeah. on respect like now it's your aunt like it's it's too much now yeah
0: that's true yeah that's true
1: another um generational thing that I want my kids to unlearn is like um the the women like taking on so much of the burden like Mm -hmm. in the household Mm -hmm. or like for raising your kids and stuff like that like Mm -hmm. or even like i don't know what i was saying but there's one thing (laughs) there's one thing that she does like do not like that's like she'll make okay like she'll be cooking (laughs) she knows that but she'll she'll be cooking right and then like I'll help her one two, mm-hmm. as My dad doesn't help, or like he'll go upstairs, mm-hmm. or he'll be watching TV or be playing games on his laptop, mm-hmm. and then
0: <laughs> solitaire.
1: Literally solitaire. And then,
0: solitaire.
1: <laughs> and then when the food is done, she'll make his plate, and then mm. he comes and get it, and I'm like, or like she'll call him from upstairs, and I'm like, bro, like he didn't even contribute to this meal at all like mm-hmm. and then sometimes she'll be like oh like let's say I cook or something she'll like oh make your dad a plate and i am like daddy like it's here like come <laughs> get it yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then like I was telling my friends how like I hate myself because we went to the cottage I went to the cottage with my friends and mm-hmm. we have one guy friend mm-hmm. and I found myself like making his plate mm. and I'm like why am I doing this
0: yeah
1: like this is so gross like, <laughs> you know yeah. so I just I don't want my daughters and my sons sons to expect Mm -hmm. that or my daughters to do that Mm -hmm. and another thing a lot of Ghanaian parents don't teach their sons that's another thing I like about Korean people you guys teach your sons how to cook and clean we don't do that we don't do that and that's Mm -hmm. another thing that my kids will not be experiencing
0: for sure everyone's contributing equally exactly Um, so I guess another um, generational cycle that I want to start, I guess, Mm -hmm. is um, normalizing therapy, Mm -hmm. because I know my grandparents probably think, if I were to, I didn't even tell them that I went to therapy, honestly, Mm -hmm. but if I did tell them, I feel like they would think that there's something seriously wrong with me. (laughs) they would like be like oh my god like what are you do you need something like you know like they would be like like oh my god like i did something wrong like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i feel like my mom like i feel like i didn't tell did i tell my mom no i didn't tell my mom but i feel like she would be like okay like whatever for you you Mm -hmm. but um yeah i definitely want my kids if they if i feel like i can't help them in the way that they need to be helped, I definitely want them to go to therapy. Do you think everybody just needs therapy? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I feel like my grandparents could benefit. Oh so my much
1: goodness! From
0: therapy. Awesome.
1: Listen, <laughs> my dad and my mom could definitely go to therapy. But that's <laughs> a different
0: story for another day. Like, I feel like it would be life changing. Like, life changing. They'd be like, well,
1: Yeah, and like one thing, because I feel like they're like, "Oh, um, you know, like this is what we have to pray for. Like this, like you yeah. have to go to God." But like, there's literally mm-hmm. spirit. There's literally. Therapists that Like leave from that lens Like the one that I went to mm. Like we start with a prayer She gives me Bible quotes to read Like you don't It's not separate Like yeah. you can put them together like, That's true God need yeah. a therapist Like
0: Yeah <laughs> And that's the thing I feel like The older generations They think like it's either One or the other Yeah You like, can't have both mm-hmm. You know And I feel like it's almost like Oh if you go to therapy Like
1: but You're not like, trusting you're, God You're not
0: trusting God You don't believe in God Like that kind of vibe You know mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think therapy is just great, and everyone deserves to go to therapy, everyone needs to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: totally. like, like that's another thing, too. Because, like, when I was going, like I, I told my mom, because I tried to just tell her stuff, I'm not hiding stuff no more. If you think I'm weird, you think I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's like, Oh, why? Like, you don't waste your money, mm-hmm. like, blah blah blah. There's nothing wrong with you. And another thing, too, that I feel like our parents do is like. What do you have to be sad about
0: yeah like do you know my life do you know my life <laughs> do you know my life bro like literally like what do you mean yeah like just like there's things that you don't tell me like that you don't tell I your don't... your friends like there's things i don't say either so yeah you know what i mean but they think because oh my gosh like i gave you such a good life, life. Like, yes you did but like
1: there's other outside there's, factors yeah like i'm still
0: struggling <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so
1: yeah so i guess like in general Normalizing our kids being open with their mental health. Yeah, definitely. And sure. because you know, especially like in my culture, like if you tell, if you say I'm depressed or I have anxiety or I this, like they'll say, don't say that about yourself. <laughs> like why are you why are you what, being, what? like because it's like negative. Like
0: oh, you, like you're bringing it onto you're bringing it onto on, yeah. yourself.
1: And like like that's another thing. Like mm, another thing that I have to unlearn. Is I'm scared of the doctor. What? Like, if you know me, I I'm scared of the doctor. Like, why? Because like, um, I feel like it comes from like my mom. Like, my my mom could literally go to the doctor and they will prescribe her something, Mm -hmm. and she she'll come home and throw the medicine out.
0: What? Why? Because
1: she feels like they're. (laughs) Oh my god. They're putting something on her, (laughs) mommy, mommy. So mommy, why don't you um like to go to the doctor and how come when they prescribe you medicine you don't take it? Because I believe in prayers. But why can't you pray like the medicine doesn't take away from that, you know that? The medicine has so much side effects and therefore Mm -hmm. I rather pray than taking any medicine. Mm -hmm. And it's like pain relief, so if you don't cure the sickness why would I take something that would just relieve me for about an hour? Or two hours and mm-hmm. the sickness will still be there. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I pray, God can cure me. So, why mm-hmm. would I put those toxic things in my body okay. and pray? I can do it. Okay, thank you. you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> as you can see, that's that's what, like, that's like the mentality that I yeah. have. Like, like, when I was every from when I was little, like, if I have like a headache or something, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be like, just pray. Like, if you're like anything <laughs> like just pray so even, on my, even when I'm on my reds and stuff like that mm-hmm. I try my best not to even take like Advil and those things mm-hmm. um, and I just don't like the doctor cause I don't really know like I could be feeling away and just not go to the doctor
0: so even like like physicals like once a year
1: oh I haven't been to the doctor in since like 2014
0: Teresa
1: <laughs> Like I like my sexual health? like that. Yeah. But what about
0: I, I like, check you know, like a gynecologist?
1: Oh, I've got my pap smear.
0: Okay.
1: I I've gotten a pap smear before. Like that's like my that like I do that. Yeah. But like as far as like if I was sick or like like I just don't do that. Mm. Just because like I'm just scared of the doctor. And like. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, and she, she's, she's trying to be classy, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing that I need to unlearn, and mm. also not put on my kids. Yeah.
0: So mm. wait, so if something like what, what if something like traumatic happened, like what? Like I don't know. God forbid that this happens, but like say you're
1: driving and then oh you know, like an accident yeah of course i would go to the doctor if it was an extreme emergency okay, okay. but i'm saying like you know like when you just don't feel right or yeah, like you
0: feel a little sick
1: or you feel a little sick or like in general like even if you don't feel sick you're supposed to go to the doctor like yeah. you're supposed to get a physical you're supposed to get a mm-hmm. checkup you're supposed to get like
0: mm-hmm.
1: just i don't even know my blood type like mm-hmm. things like that
0: i feel like that's like a Thing though, like in the black community, that
1: people don't know their blood type, right?
0: No, like they just don't go to the doctor. Yeah. Like it's def like for women and men, like mm-hmm. they just don't go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause it's prayer that we think, and also another thing that I think we all need to unlearn is or break is the fact that we don't talk about sickle cell. Oh yeah. I feel like our parents don't for something that's so prominent in our community. Like, don't you think from young we should all know? our status like or yeah. our if we have the trait
0: yeah that's true
1: like literally my sister has a hotel and my mom's like in denial like my mom said she doesn't have it <laughs> and like I'm like, okay because i remember one time you know in grade 11 biology you learn about is it phonetic squares
0: yeah like recessive dominant Mhm.
1: Yeah. so i think like one thing i learned is that like from the phonetic square like i'm like, okay if my sister has it then that means my mom has the trait so mm-hmm. That means I possibly have it, mm-hmm. and then I was talking to her about, it and she's like, "No, we don't have nothing like that. There's nothing like that in our family." I'm <laughs> like, "Your daughter literally has crises, yeah. but like, okay." Oh
0: my god.
1: <laughs> yeah. My mom refuses to accept the fact that my sister has it I'm like, "Bro, she does." Like.
0: Yeah. You know. You should definitely go see.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. And then I feel like, but like I haven't. It was just obviously I, like I'm about to be 25. Like I definitely should have. Yeah. Known by now.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then like, um. I feel like like even like my cousin, like the other day she she got tested for whatever and, and like her dad cat like she doesn't have that but she has something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And then I think her dad casually told her like yeah yeah i have that and she's like so (laughs) when were you gonna what were you gonna tell me like you know what i mean like i'm about to be 25 like i should know this about myself Mm -hmm. so i feel like our parents just don't talk about it yeah and nobody in our community talks about it Mm -hmm. and it's such a prominent thing like you need to know like like i think that should be normal like if you're talking to a guy like you if you're talking to a guy like you should know like if you guys have kids like if your kids are gonna have sickle spell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Cause that's why the things keep you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's one thing that I think us as a whole as black people should learn.
0: Yeah. So another important um cycle I guess that um we want to continue or start is generational wealth. Um um for me um, in my family i think my grandparents did a good job of like setting a good foundation Mm -hmm. um to pass down you know Mm -hmm. certain things Mm -hmm. (laughs) or wealth down to their kids and then in turn that passed down to me Mm -hmm. um so yeah i definitely want to continue that or even make it more to pass down to my children Mm -hmm. right like yes they set a good foundation but I want to build on that Mm -hmm. and like be able to pass down even more to my kids Mm -hmm. so that they could pass down more to their kids and then just be like you know Mm -hmm. a whole cycle um but I mean how to do that I don't
1: I I think that (laughs) I think the key to that is unlearning the oh I have to grind I have to do this yeah to to get what I like you know mm-hmm. like it's I have to get it out the mud like no you don't you actually don't white people don't do that yeah and look at them they're flourishing yeah. obviously we know they had a head start we know mm-hmm. colonialism we know all these things mm-hmm. um but like I think that our some of our parents who raise us like that oh you have to work hard or we see our parents doing that then we internalize it yeah we feel like we have to do that and we're like oh I want like I'll, I've literally talked to people they're like I want my kids I would never buy a car for my kid. No. Because mm-hmm. I want my, like, why? If you can afford it, why not? And, like, have you seen recently, um, I think, is it Dr. Dre? I think it's Dr. Dre who... Oh, Dr. Dre? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I think it's said. Dr. Dre that, um, his daughter is homeless. What? Yeah. His, why? What? <laughs> yeah, his daughter's homeless. Her do- his daughter and her two kids, I believe, are homeless. What? Living in her car. And everybody's likes being like yo like what's wrong with you you're literally a millionaire like yeah why is your daughter living like this and then like um you know Shannon Sharp he's like oh, oh yeah. um all I know like my kids like I don't once my kids pass a certain age like I don't have to like provide for them like no. blah 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 and like some people are saying like you know like she's a grown woman like because her dad's a millionaire doesn't mean blah blah, blah. and it's what? like if you're a millionaire, why would you ever want your kid to be homeless?
0: Like, why exactly? And I feel
1: like only black people think like that. Like, you think, like, what?
0: Why people, even make any white sense people will pay for
1: their kids to go to rehab like 15,000 times, yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> you know, and and they still have their inheritance, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. I think that's at the core that we need to unlearn yeah. of generational wealth. Like, sometimes if you can. Obviously, you don't want your kids to be brats, but if you can give something to your mm-hmm. kid, like, give it to them yeah. and then just raise them to be a good person. Yeah. You know? That's don't true. just, like, give, not, it's not every everything they want, but mm-hmm. things that they want or need and you can afford while you also show them, like, okay, I had to work hard for this. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this to you because I don't want you to struggle. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's a balance. There is a balance. That's true. That is very true okay so do you have any last
1: thoughts my dear
0: um i think it's important for us as black people especially Mm -hmm. to kind of figure out what
1: oh we didn't say uh, that we need to break the generational um curse of colorism
0: yeah let me do that unlearn that (laughs) unlearn that stop that
1: oh my gosh i feel like
0: we've unlearned it
1: me and you. But let's
0: <laughs> do Yeah. No. Yeah. Me and you.
1: Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, what was I going to say to you? Okay. Before we go, we can do another episode on this, but what? don't you think it gives something? I was talking to my two dark skin friends about this. It gives something when you can say, I want to marry a dark skin woman. What? Like, it, it's like, you know, like when you, when, when you can't quite put your finger on why something bothers you. Like, it's like when they're like, oh yeah, I really want to marry a dark skin woman. But like, they don't always date dark skinned women, or they just act like in the end, like they want to be with the dark skinned woman. Like, or or she looks like a wife because she's dark skinned. you never heard that before? No. <laughs> We've talked about this before. That you would... said you agreed, yeah.
0: But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, but like. Like, don't I you feel think like it, 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 it. I
1: don't know. I don't think it's always.
0: I don't, think it's, I don't
1: think it's always coming from like a, oh, I think you're attractive and I think, okay, let me explain it like this. You don't watch Love Island, right? No. Okay. <clears throat> there's, on Love Island, there's two dark skin.
0: Oh, I think I, I see what you're Okay, saying. listen. Yeah. Sorry. Follow me. Sorry.
1: So there's, there's one girl who's like dark yeah. and like she cut her hair. She's mm-hmm. like kind of like bald mm-hmm. and there's another girl who's still dark, but she, She's not as dark as her, and she's like the more like the what you need. A, what people want in dark skin girls to be like wigs, like hairstyle, uh-huh, like hot mm, girl outfit, all yeah. this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And literally, the dark skin girl, the, the one without the hair, she's literally the prettiest girl in the house. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Like she has no hair, and she's prettier than all of you guys. Mm-hmm. But like that's I see that because I can recognize her beauty. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, a lot of people are not going to see her beauty mm-hmm. from the start. Yeah, and like there was a there was a black guy there, dark skin guy, and he kind of like liked. Well, he definitely liked the one that was darker more. Yeah. But he kept saying he's more physically attracted to the other dark-skinned girl. What?
0: What does that mean, though?
1: What, because, he liked her? Like, he liked her, like, personality. Like, he oh, vibed okay. with her, got along with her yeah. more. Mm-hmm. But he kept saying he was more physically attracted to the one that was more what we always talk about, what mm-hmm. people want dark-skinned girls to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then every time, like, people came in the house to, like, or came in the villa to... Like and they said who they're interested in. Mm-hmm. There was just this underlying narrative that like Cash, the darker one, yeah. is like she has a great personality. She has a great personality. Uh,
0: that was like on the other show too. Um, the one with Melinda.
1: Um what
0: was it called?
1: Too hot to handle.
0: Yeah, I feel like every guy that came in was like, Oh yeah, we just I vibe with her so well. Like yeah. I, I really like her personality. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, like she's mm-hmm. a beautiful
0: person. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, and like I what are you saying? Like, and I
1: feel <laughs> like people do that to dark skin women a mm, lot yeah it's true. like oh then they kept saying like oh she has a great personality she has a great but she's beautiful too like don't do that to her yeah like she is mm-hmm. all those things but you're acting like that makes up for the fact that she's not that cute yeah true you know mm-hmm. and so then so then when people say oh i want to marry a dark skin or i want my wife to be dark skin mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that gives me the same vibes like um, it gives me the same like yeah. oh because you think there's women are Strong. You think that they're gonna be a good mom. You yeah. think that they're gonna hold you down. Yeah, that's but it's how not... I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, you said that. <coughs> but yeah, that's a whole nother episode. But yeah, unlearn colorism.
0: Yeah, unlearn colorism for sure. That's number one. That should be number one on your list. On
1: the agenda. On yes. the itinerary.
0: Yeah. Um. And also. Um. I don't know where I'm going with this. What was I gonna say? <laughs> also oh i was gonna say also figure out what is toxic and not toxic within your family
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and take the good and leave the bad exactly take the good leave the bad try and work on your parents if you can or just get up and leave you know that's okay too (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just you know do
1: good do better
0: yeah all right
1: this has been your girl in my team
0: andish and this is dark and lovely pod bye guys bye later <laughs> <laughs>